right, and welcome. This is Teresa. Hi, and this is Doug. And we want to welcome you to another edition of Marriage Isn't a Seminar. And today we're going to be on the topic, the dynamics of a blended family. And we have guests here today. We have very special guests. Actually, extra special guests. We have our good friends, Lamont and Tanoa. We certainly do. And Lamont and Tanoa both married, happily married, but the unique part of their marriage is the blended family. So what we want to do first before we ask them to share with us and with you, our wonderful listening audience, is what we mean by the term blended family. What is our definition? of a blended family. And it's one that includes children of a previous marriage of one spouse or both. All right? Children of a previous marriage of one family or both. Mm -hmm. So, Lamont, Tanoa, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Good. Have one first question. What was it like in the early years of your dating that led up to this blended family. So we know that you had to have some a dating experience. I'm assuming that the family was kind of involved a little bit on that. But what was that like, those early stages? Well, for me, it was actually easy. Um, while to know when I was dating, um, it, it, to be honest, it was a very short dating period. But uh, Diamond um, allowed that period to go smooth and easy. And Diamond is? Diamond is to Noah's uh, youngest daughter at that time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and um, so she, uh, she actually invited me in to the household um, uh, at, uh, with a comfort level. Mm -hmm. um, I remember when I probably like the first week or a couple of days of dating, she had drew a picture um, of the family, and I was included wow. in that picture. So that was like the tall tale sign of that she wanted this family to happen, or it was going to happen. That's actually that's nice and unique. Mm -hmm. So, what would you think about that? Yes, yeah, so that was unique. But what I remember about our early days of dating was actually the first time he ever came to my home. He refused to meet my kids. So we actually stood outside and my kids peered through the window. So I had two children. So I had one that I had um, when I wasn't married, then I had um, Diamond, the child that he's mentioning, um, with my ex-husband. So I had two children, six years apart. So Diamond was about five at five. the time and my son 11-ish at the time because he's six years older than her um and so he wouldn't come in the house he didn't want to meet the kids at all so that's what i remember first and foremost he was hesitant in meeting the kids he just wanted to get to know me before meeting the kids so for me that was good in the sense that i didn't necessarily want to bring another man into their lives so soon so fast especially when you just didn't know what was going to happen, so. 
Interesting. Go ahead. I'm just thinking that the, the, the little key, which was which is kind of unique, is to have the child open the door to saying it's okay to be part of this. So it sounds like that was a smooth transition. It was. was it was. But there's a caveat because Lamont had a daughter. Mm-hmm. So he has a biological daughter that he had, but then he also had two other daughters that were daughters from his previous marriage that were just as engrafted as if they were his own daughter. So they never presented at that time as stepdaughters. They were three daughters. And then there were these two little boys that belonged to an ex-girlfriend. That all, all, yeah, three, but I didn't meet one at the time. So there are three boys and there are three girls, but one is a, a biological. So I was presented really with six kids. Wow. wow. To have to embrace and blend because they are very active in his life. So even up to now. And so that was for me as a young woman, because Lamont's older than me, having to deal with that and then their ex-girlfriend and ex-wives associated with these children. And those children were having children, so then there are family activities and events happening. All at this time while I'm trying to get to know this person. That's my this, this is true blend blendation. <laughs> yeah, we we had a blendini. Um, we it, and this is during the dating period. This is during the dating period because a lot of graduations and baby showers were all happening kind of at the same time while I was trying to get to know him, and then people are trying to figure out who's this person that he brought. So for everyone that lost count. Me coming into this relationship, I already had six coming in the door. Wow. So that that's on my end, and Tanoa had two. Okay. So. Okay. Wow. All right. So let let's ask a little bit. Let's fast forward mm-hmm. because we let's go from the dating and the attempt to try to get to know him and to know each other to your marriage. And times of discipline. How did you manage discipline for any of them? Any of the eight? So that was difficult. Well, in my case, I didn't necessarily have to discipline his kids because they were grown and out of the house. And the one that was closest to being in the, in the house, she still wasn't in my house. And so I got to be the fairy godmother. So when her and her dad didn't agree, then Miss Tanoa was just a superhero. And as long as I was her superhero, her and I were great. And I think we stayed great as superheroes for a long time until the day I had to tell her I'm not being your superhero anymore, your dad, and you're going to have to get it together. So I was fine with her. So that wasn't a challenge. And I think the only person who became a challenge with discipline was Giovanni, my oldest son. Hmm. Okay. And I can remember, so Lamont didn't really deal with him, you know, kind of, because he called him Baby G, my Baby G, right, my, but Baby G on a Sunday morning before church, I wake up to a commotion in the hallway and G has a pocket knife and he's saying one of them are leaving the house. 
him or Lamont, but somebody has to go. So how old was G at that time? Oh, this is, sh so Noah's about one or two. So G, 12, 13. 12 to 13, oh, he may even be 14 at that mm -hmm. time. I can't even remember now, it's a blur. He's 24 today, so. What do you think was the, was the root to just even that interaction? Was it being feeling corrected by you, Lamont? Yes, I, I think that, um, like like I said, with Diamond, it was it was a lot easy because Diamond Dad wasn't in in her life, so her and I gravitated to each other, and you know, uh, I think I think she called me Dad since like week week two probably. Um, where G, um, it was this man all of a sudden came in telling them what to do, how to do it, what the, what he can do, what he shouldn't do, and. Um, uh, and he always been with his mom, so me coming in um, um, into his life, I think, made it difficult. It was a difficult challenge mm -hmm. for for the both of us. Mm -hmm. um, as 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 a disciplinary for Giovanni and Diamond, I was a lot uh, calmer uh, then as opposed to my oldest children. Mm -hmm. My oldest children got the Marine Corps dad. So I was uh, hard on them. I mean, very, very hard on my oldest children. And um, came around to uh, G and Diamond, still hard, but more mellow. That's um, so interesting you said that because one of the, when I was just doing a little bit of reading, one of the, the uh, statements that generated the question for me was like, um, often one children of one spouse feels they're getting more discipline than the child of the other spouse. And it's interesting you're bringing that up. I had just read that. Right. And I was going to ask that, you know, as a question, had that occurred? And that's what you're talking about right, right. right now. Right. So G, G and Diamond got the calm side of me. Not not the calmest. I think um, uh, Noah Chanel got the calmest side. Um, they got the older Lamont. Um, <laughs> Um, but I was hard on them. Um, but I think for, for Giovanni and I, it was never a thing. Like I told him when, when uh, we first blended together, um, you don't have to like me. You don't have to love me. But we have to respect one another. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, um, that always been a, a little sketchy for both of us mm -hmm. on, on both sides you know so to answer to your question i think there was just this head-to-head -head man to man kind of although he was, he was a child right. but i think again he, right so so for each of you trying to manage and and i'm i want to rephrase the word try to you two love each other in the midst of your attempts to rear your children, whether young or old, your children being young or old, how did you care for each other's emotional needs? In light of still trying to direct and redirect young children and adult children, how did you then still look at each other 
with a glow and with love and with tenderness. And whether it was the activities or something, what what what, what did you guys do for you? Well, I, th- I think for Tanoa, it's a lot harder. Again, coming in, my children was already grown. I think like already in their 20s and out the door, all of them. Um, Monica was 16. She was 16? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. so all my children was older and didn't really have to deal with Tanoa too okay. much. Um, but I think the challenges that G and I ran into really took a toll on Tanoa. And it took a toll on our marriage okay. because now she has to decide mm-hmm. husband, new husband. Mm hmm. Um, and and her son, her son, you know, and how do you balance that? You know, whose side you're taking, you know. Um, so I, I think she had a difficult time um, deciding that. But I also had, an, I had other pieces. So it wasn't just n- new husband, son, but I also had diamond. Mm-hmm. And I had no Chanel, so my 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 vantage point was greater than just the two of them. And the decisions that I made, I had to think about the totality of the decision. In the case with Giovanni, um, it was hard. That that morning was a pivotal morning in our lives. I can say my phone has not been on ring since that day the ringer on my cell phone has been off since that day and people say huh yeah it has because during that time there was a lot of ups and downs a lot of hard decisions a lot of people drama a lot of people had lots of things that they wanted to share and their input so i had my mom who felt as though oh my god you are in baltimore First of all, that was the biggest problem. I was in Baltimore with this man. How am I going to choose him over my son? She forgot that the, the, the husband belong, is the father of the two children, and Diamond doesn't see him as anything different. So he belongs to those three children. And here's one child who's making a decision that he doesn't want to be there because he doesn't want to follow rules. Because actually, I think the night before, Lamont had turned his bed. So as much as he said he was nice, he'd flipped his bed upside down because his room was junky and swept the stuff from under the bed and was making him clean it up. I think that was like the impetus of that was the camera that broke the straw's back. But G would go to live with his dad and continue over his course of life to make some choices, right? So it wasn't just his rules he didn't want to follow. It was many rules, right? So those people who had opinions learned over time. And by the grace of God, God gave me strength. And I made a decision to stay with my marriage because our song at our wedding was the Ebony's forever. And we said that to each other every day. How long am I going to love you forever? Right? And we were committed to that forever. And we always told this joke, you can be as mad as you want, go to the basement and get your life together. But you aren't going anywhere. So that was the rule in our house, that no one is ever allowed to leave. We'll do this, we'll figure it out, but nobody's allowed to leave the house. And we never went to the basement. My closet became the basement. But anyway, that's (laughs) enough story. But we never went to the basement. We stayed committed. I can't tell you there weren't days that I wanted to quit, because they were. But at the same time, I watched him continue to love me 
I watched him bite his tongue some days that I made choices to spend time with my son and do things for my son that he may not have agreed with, right? But he supported me because he knew I didn't have much left because he didn't live with me anymore. So he supported me in those times. But at the same time, while I was dealing with that with Giovanni, he was everything to Diamond. Like through all of her major milestones from becoming a young lady in puberty hitting, she didn't call her mom to tell her about her major moment that was happening. She called her dad, yay. <laughs> it wasn't my issue. You know, when stuff was happening in school, she told her dad. For Noah, Chanel, they never had to wait or want or do anything. He did the bottles, he made change the diapers, he had his own doctor's bag by his bed, thermometers, and so he made it easy in that sense. So while I dealt with Giovanni and those what felt like losses and tough times, I really didn't have to worry about the care in those extra weights over here with the other three kids because he was handling that. So that's how we balanced. And so we kind of did it how we did it at our house. We didn't let other people opinions like i said my cell phone was on ringer was off because i didn't listen to other people's opinion of how they think i should run my house lamont and i had a flow of how we did things in our house and how we do things in our house and that was what was important and that's what we stay committed to and we stay committed to today is you know how we had decided that Tanoa and lamont hampton live and you know we appreciate your point of view and if it's something that's helpful we'll take that into consideration but if it really does not fit then we can't use it that's good i mean this is like a phenomenal this is a, you guys will be doing a book i'm sure at some point in time and i'm and i hate to be fast forwarding because i know we have not a lot of, of time, you know, with, with just the segment. I mean, it seems like this should be like a series <laughs> on, you know, the, the blended family because it goes so many directions because, you know, I've met Giovanni, I mean, just not long ago at, at family activities and you guys are together. So that's the fast forward part of mm -hmm. this that, um, and to watch the dynamics when, um, when Diamond graduating and going through the prom right. and seeing the, the various arms and sides of the family come into the household. And, and I, you know, one thing that I have to say that, that was to me phenomenal, we were, we, were, we were guests here. We don't feel like we're guests here, but we were guests. And I remember walking up to Giovanni, he said, why don't you come on, let's go get something to eat. He said, no, no, guests eat first. That's, that's, the, that's the rule in the house. So we just waiting for you guys to get started. I said, well, you should have told me because I'd have been up at the table. But to watch them stand around, they're engaging, having conversation, they're not looking like, oh, you know, they didn't look upset about it. It was, that's our norm. That's what we do. Once Doug and I went to the, the buffet table to begin to eat, then they, they came over. So that didn't just happen. That didn't just come out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. That came through a process. And it, it, it connected the way the families connected. And then to watch you guys even having your, your photo shoot and how everybody just kind of ran over to each other and it was just the various ages and family blend taking that picture. So, um, and that's really one of the reasons we we asked if you would let share with us, you know, some of, um, of what you do as a blended family. The last question, I think I really, and this is from my how do you handle holidays? How did you handle holidays? What's, what's that? What's, 
<laughs> like now, or should I say now before? Because it seems like it, it's there's some things clicking there, but but is there some dynamic in terms of just the holidays? Well, um, before uh, to Noah, I was not big on any holidays. Oh. I don't care about your birthday. I don't care about the Christmas time, Thanksgiving. Yeah, maybe you know we all get together. But um, I was never big, and to no probably say I'm still not, um, not really big on holidays. Um, so if she wants to have a party or family come over, I just go with the flow. Um, but I, I won't be so. getting it right. I'll cook, but I won't be getting it together. I'm not. I don't do the tree thing, and again because my kids are all grown out the door. So she said she want to put a tree up. I'm like, what? what's that? <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't have trees in my house. I'm, you know, I've been single all these years. Right. You know, so uh, the decorations and trees. And the funny thing is, it wasn't until we got here into this home. I think I got into the Christmasly kind of spirit. Um, but outside of that, the holidays was never a big deal for me. But we did prior to coming here when we lived in Baltimore. We did every holiday with his family. So his kids, which meant every ex-wife, every ex-girlfriend, to know I had to adjust. Well, let's say not, not every ex-girlfriend, every that that was associated with the kids. Right. That was in the family. I don't want everybody thinking. No, because every girlfriend. So <laughs> all of them had a role. So this one was somebody's godmother, or this one was somebody something. So somebody always was somebody something. So you're sitting at the table and somebody's coming through the door and everybody's eyes get big as saucers, right? Because they know that's Miss whomever that was Big Daddy's ex-girlfriend. And Miss Tanoa's sitting at the table. So Miss Tanoa has to say, come on in, it's okay. You can sit at the table right there. Right next to me. Yeah, right by him. Thank you. And, and get over him, forgive him. Like we've had those conversations and they cry and we do all that. Yeah, they cry to her like... Yeah. Like I did them wrong. Right. So, so no, that's literally how it happens. It's the most amazing thing. Only God. Only God. Only God. Like, but literally. So we've done baby showers and graduations, and literally, I've had one ask me if I would serve as her counselor. Would Would I be there for her? So, definitely, one kid served me as if I'm their mother. Their mother's upset because they don't fix her plate when she's around. So when I say really was a took a lot out of me because I was young. So I, oh, I felt like I was young anyway. Young and having to go through this with older women and you know just remaining steadfast that they could be around and not worried about Lamont and whatever history that they had, being assured that he was my husband, that he wasn't going to go anywhere. I will say probably about two years before we moved here, so probably about five years ago, I did say I'd stop going to one of his daughter's house for Mother's Day or something because I didn't want to spend my Mother's Day with his ex-wife, mm. right? Like, I was over it. I was over being the nice person. I'm going to do it at my house. And so I did make some conscious decisions not to do certain holidays with them because I knew his ex-wife or someone would be there and I just didn't want my holiday to continue to have to always be with them. Since coming here, the benefit has been um, God answered my prayer because restoration of my family was always something that I wanted, right? To be able to have 
those times with my family in, in hopes of having his family as well. Now that has been part of our challenge now is getting his family now to come this way because of the distance, whereas my family, when I was in Baltimore, it was a distance in the travel for them and getting people to see that the 45 minutes really isn't that much of a, a, a difference. You so, can plan it, you can, you can, you can, make you can make it. Make it you can definitely make it happen. That's, that's what we're talking about. So I love my way my, my dog is moving his fingers. So we're gonna wind this up at, reluctantly because this was a great discussion about blended family. Very open, I appreciate your honesty. And I know that the, the listening audience gained from it because I certainly did. I had a different kind of insight. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I suspect we're going to come back to you guys <laughs> in the near future because this is a key area, you know, that it, it, it can, can bring people together and it can make a great divide. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you two are have worked at it and are still working on it, just in just little things. But I think one of the main things that I got out of it was the communication and the focus that is the covenant of you two with God making that happen and the outside forces, as long as we don't let them in, then the blended family can work. Right. Anything else, Mr. Duff? No, you captured it. I just thank you, both of you. And I'm, I'm sure our listeners do as well. Very open, very transparent. And um, we're just another example of what God can do when people are submitted to it. So thank you for you, Lamont and Tanoa. And we'll be back at you in another, in another week with another episode. So stay tuned. We're not going to share the topic. You'll have to tune in to find out where we're going from here. Take care.